0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Waking Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful that you all join me as much as you do. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And my deepest wish, desire, and intention is to be of service to you, to consciousness, to humanity. And part of that Uh, service is this platform where we bring together these wonderful guest speakers who share their wisdom, their talents, their energies, their processes, their readings like just different things each time. And so, um, if you are new to me, to my show, to my YouTube channel, please do subscribe, hit the bell to be notified of when we do our live shows. Normally, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, this week it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So you never know, right? So please do. And also, um, Join us whenever you can, and we would love to have you live on the shows uh, in Zoom, um, and if not, you can always watch the replays or listen to the replays on the podcast, right? So thank you so much again for everyone for being here, and today my good friend Teresa V is back with us, and we are talking about riding the waves of love, and so some some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today, uh, we're going to talk about what love actually looks and feels like. Why cultivating deeper compassion might mean you need to move some energy. We're going to talk about the difference between unconditional love and tolerating misaligned behavior, and why the world feels tumultuous at this time, even though we know we are in a more heart-aligned and centered place, and how we can best lead at this time of great change, because there is this is a time of great change. Why you might be coming up against paralyzing, paralyzing fear, or old stuff, right? Right. And the surprising commitment that spirit needs from us in order for us to do the work and so much more. And so much more means (laughs) so much more. There's always so much that we talk about, so much that we share. The angels always come in and share as well. So um, it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful show. We will be taking live caller questions as well. And for those of you who do not know Teresa, (laughs) um, here is our new bio. So I was like, yeah, this is brand new (laughs) for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) So Teresa has been on our show many, many times and we love having her here. It's always a high vibe show and um, always heart-centered. So Teresa helps spiritually led empathetic people increase their vibrancy, health and wellness so they can have more energy and feel more alive on purpose and fulfilled. She teaches tangible tools to break free of cycles of overwhelm and overgiving so that people can get back into the flow of the synchronicities and miracles that are their birthright heal into the magic of their divine perfection, and live their purpose for being here. Teresa is a channel of love and leader of spiritual revolution, evolution, reaching over a million people through her speaking engagements, workshops, readings, and sessions. In addition to her extensive spiritual training, she is also a certified and well-credentialed holistic health and wellness professional and Ayurvedic health counselor. (laughs) That was a lot of new stuff that we shared today, so... We're going to talk to Teresa a little bit about what is what has been going on and the, all the major changes in her life. So, Teresa, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here with us again. So glad to be here. Thank you for having me. So um, because we just read your new bio, <laughs> can you just share a little bit about some of the changes that have been going on personally for you in your journey, if you can, just to share you know, more than just what we read, but a little bit more about what you're doing now, the change in your service work, etc. cetera. Um, just, yeah, because we, you know, we are, we, are, we are inquiring minds and we would love to know. Awesome. So basically
1: it's not really a change to me or how I show up, it's a change to my bio. Like I've always done all of these things. I've been studying all of these things. And I think for a lot of us here, we find ourselves multi-passionate or we find ourselves being called to different things at different times in our lives. And then we start wondering, well, how does this, fit with what I'm doing? How am I supposed to show up now? You know, just because I'm taking this class, am I supposed to drop everything and and go do this? And that's a really fun thing for all of us to, to explore. But what I love, you know, what I'm doing now is I've studied more deeply the Ayurveda that I've been working with for 20 years. So I have a more new and deeper understanding of this. And really, you know, I use this in all the tools that I have to, to help people just clear whatever is in their way, physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually of living their purpose and expanding their light, being more of who they truly are, right? So it, it doesn't matter what the tool is, that's my umbrella. And this is part of what the angels popped in this morning to talk about. So I love that you're asking this question is there's a lot of people feeling a shift Mm -hmm. And how they're calling, you know, how they're being called to show up or what's interesting them now, or wondering how all the pieces are coming together, you know? So whether like maybe you were a nurse and then you studied Reiki and then you studied baking, right? So maybe you did all of those things and now you're like, well, what am I supposed to do? Well, look above all of those things. All of those things are interests of yours and ways that you show up. What's above it, right? So maybe what's above it is that you help people heal, obviously as a nurse, You know, and then you took this Reiki training, this energy training, and then you took this baking class. So now everything you're baking with your hands has this beautiful, healing energy in it because you're Reiki attuned, right? So we always have to look for the umbrella, and that's our purpose that umbrella thing is the purpose. So in this example, it's, it's healing, you -hmm. know, and, and the way that you show up in that is your choice. And the angels will always say when, when we say what's our purpose now, they'll, they'll always point us to the overarching theme, which is what I call the purpose umbrella. And then we get to choose how we want to show up in relation to that purpose umbrella based on what brings us joy at this point in our lives. And so, how exciting is that? You know, so that's basically what I've been doing in, in my life as well is, is just taking all of these pieces of, of what I love and bringing them together and showing up as someone who helps people who are
0: here to make a difference do so. Absolutely. And you do a wonderful job. And I know the angels support you quite a bit, and they're going to be supporting us here today as well. So yeah. Um... If you do have a question for Teresa, you can raise your hand, like Linda has, or you can type your question in the chat. We will be taking some questions and a little bit later. And a lot of times, when we take these questions, processes come through during uh, during the question answer period. So so be you know um, be willing to receive the the information from all of the readings and channelings and all as well as the processes that may come through. Okay, so be willing to receive wisdom from every part of this conversation so so just because Linda might ask a question you know just see how that resonates with you because the answer may be there for you too okay yeah all right so let's let's first off get started with what we're talking about today right so today we are talking about riding the waves of love and so what does you know love actually look like and feel like especially at this time
1: Oh, this time, how love is showing up on the planet is is a much more all-encompassing version of love. You know, for me, and I think a lot of us, we grew up with love being this thing that required us to be passive, that required us to be quiet and compassionate and accept all aspects of everything in the way anyone showed up, right? Because to love somebody totally, you needed to put up with all their stuff. And, you know, right now, the way love is showing up on this planet is much more in the more all-encompassing version of Divine Mother, which means in its fierce forms as well, in the forms like kalima that will burn everything to the ground in the name of creating something more heart and compassion based. Right? That's that's the face of Divine Mother. That's the face of love that we're not necessarily used to seeing. Most of us, anyway, um, we're used to seeing the quiet, compassionate face. So, so for right now, we're we're embracing love in its range as a as a population we're being asked to embrace the whole range of love and not just on the outside as we see systems crumbling and as we see you know fires raging and and all the things like that as well as the incredible love and compassion that comes out of humanity right we're seeing all of the range but also to start embracing that range here right mm-hmm. because if we are not allowing ourselves to feel the anger that's knocking on our awareness we are missing what that anger is bringing to us we're missing the message about how we can show up differently what is something that we need to work through how we can use that anger to fuel us to create a different outcome right so so it's really about embracing the bigger range that love actually holds so the fierce mm-hmm. The fierceness, the ferocity, and the loving,
0: quiet compassion that's also fierce as well. So speaking of compassion, I mean, I, I focus a lot on compassion myself, for myself mm-hmm. and, and for others, right? So how can cultivating this deeper compassion within ourselves, when we do that, why do we need to move some energy? What does that mean when we're, so- when, when we're working with compassion?
1: A lot of times when we're looking to cultivate compassion, there are a lot of feelings. So like, this is our compassion center right here, the high heart, right? There's a lot of feelings and a lot of thoughts and a lot of stuff that we've stuffed down and not expressed, right? So a Mm -hmm. lot of times we stuff it into the throat. You can't say that. (gasps) Put it here right, and just leave it there. And then we stuff it down even further as more and more of that gets stuffed. So sometimes when we're looking to open this high heart center to cultivate more compassion, what happens is all that energy that's been sitting on top of it kind of gets moved around. And those feelings, those things that we should have said, but didn't, those things that we wanted to say, you know, all of these things, they've been stuck there for a long time. And most of the time, this looks like fear. This looks like anger. This looks like frustration that starts to come up and that starts to ask to be cleared, not only because we're cultivating more compassion, but we are now in a more heart and soul based paradigm. So this frequency of thing can't come with us. You know, We've been mm-hmm. hiding it, like putting it wherever in our bodies, it'll, it'll hide, but now it can't come forward with us. So it's saying, hey, guess what? I'm here. What are we going to do? Will you listen to the message I have so that I can go and just be done with my purpose? right?" And that's when these things come up for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. That 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 brings greater clarity around around the whole compassion piece. Yeah. Um, and so uh, also, you know, speaking of compassion, you know, a lot of times we use compassion to for people <laughs> because we don't want to call them out or something, right? So we want to be gentle and kind and compassionate and understanding. But where might that really we where might that be us tolerating people's behavior instead of being truly in compassion, truly being in unconditional love? Mm -hmm. So there's a difference when we talk
1: about tolerating, right? Sometimes we just have to tolerate certain things about people like, you know, this, the way that you squeeze the toothpaste drives me crazy, but I'll tolerate it for the greater good of harmony in this relationship. Right. So, so that's, that's, An okay form of tolerating and every once in a while when you're off balance it might just explode but when we're talking about tolerating unacceptable behavior that is where we sometimes trip ourselves up especially as people who are compassionate as people who tend to look at other people um you know we tend to have the ability to help people heal if we're here and sometimes when we look at others we see their potential and not who they are presenting as in this moment, right? So we operate with them like they are already that potential. So we mm-hmm. see the greatness in this person, but they're choosing to be really mean to us right now. And because we're looking at the greatness of you, I'm, I'm not paying attention to the meanness. So, mm-hmm. so for example, like unacceptable behavior might be somebody getting in your face and just yelling in your face, right? And sometimes we tolerate that because we're looking at the person at the soul level, other times we tolerate it because we're confrontation avoidant, or we just don't know how to handle the situation. So we just kind of maybe laugh and turn around and walk away, or we just avoid them from now on. So it's really about us having self-compassion as well, loving ourselves unconditionally so that we start to know how we deserve To be treated right and when we show up just with that knowing we don't even always have to do anything when we show up, even if we're meeting a whole bunch of new people with that knowingness of of this is how I deserve to be treated people automatically resonate with that energy and will only treat us that way. There is no opening for any other way to be treated. So if there is unacceptable behavior in your life, there are decisions that need to be made around that because in this new paradigm, in this new energy, you need to be able to realize you are too precious to be treated that way. You deserve better. You deserve to be treated like the beautiful point of light that you are. And you should settle for nothing less.
0: And, you know, I, I totally agree. And I've actually had this experience this week for myself. And, I, and it's like, you know what? I am not tolerating this. I, I'm going to honor myself. I'm going to respect myself and I'm going to do what works for me, what feels right for me and etc. Yeah. So, you know, I, I stood my ground because normally I am what you would call a pushover, right? If somebody, you know, says something to me, it's like, okay, fine. You know, it's like, all right, I, I'm very accommodating. But, you know, sometimes it's like, no, this is unacceptable. It doesn't, it's just like, you're not, and you know, this person didn't get it at first either, but- mm-hmm. Um, And so, you know, like I had to I had to stand my ground and I had to be be true to myself. Right. Without being rude, of course, I'm never rude. Right. So I I was being (laughs) respectful and everything, even though I was feeling like I I was being disrespected. Right. But Mm -hmm. so sometimes we we have to do that for ourselves. You know, it's like it doesn't happen often. uh, Luckily, thank goodness. But, you know, sometimes if the timing is bad, it's like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm putting my foot down. Right. Exactly. You know, and sometimes it's okay to be rude,
1: right? Because as was pointed out to me years ago, your version of being rude is not perceived as rude by anyone else, right? (laughs) Because you're highly sensitive. And so you feel things so much more deeply. So the the rude that you're going to be is not rude compared to the rest of the world. And Sometimes it also involves re-educating people, right? Yeah. This is stuff that I tolerated before, but who I am now, just as we constantly grow and expand in who we are and how we show up, this is no longer okay with me. And so your job is to re-educate people how to be in relationship with you. You know, it's it's almost like the guidebook of, of how to relate. You know, if you meet somebody, chances are you're going to say the best way to contact me is let's connect on Instagram, or let's, you know, let's exchange phone numbers. And I like texts better than phone calls. That's the parameters. You're setting up parameters right away on Mm -hmm. how to communicate with you. This is the same thing, right? This is no longer acceptable to me. This is how we communicate now. And then you hold that vibration and continue to invite the person there. You don't tell them, oh, you're so wrong. You know, you can't get here. You can't get to this high vibration. You just stand there and you hold the vibration and you say, I'm not engaging with you in this way I'm sorry yeah. you know and and you can do that
0: energetically or you can do that verbally yeah yeah and so you know we all you know have those moments from time to time so yeah do do what you need to do to honor you okay absolutely and you know at the same time like right now I mean this this past weekend we had the new moon then yesterday we had the 222 portal there's been some solar flare some x flare some this some that a lot of stuff is going on right and and that's just you know a little piece of everything else that's going on in the world yeah. so you know right now for the a long time now the world has felt uh, tumultuous right um, and we are we we all of us are trying to stay in our hearts right being in that heart aligned place centered place but sometimes we also pick up on that tumultuousness and might react is that right mhm yeah it's it's just a part of being human you know yeah it is and it's about even when the world is being tumultuous we still have to try and be in that heart-centered heart-aligned place the best we can
1: yeah yeah you know the the beautiful thing about that is all the work we've done already and all the work we continue to do helps us to be there and and really that's what riding the waves of love is it's like you see the tsunami and you're on your little surfboard riding the tsunami in, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you're still part of what's going on, but you're part of it in a different way than you would be if you were swimming on the beach underneath it. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and that's the idea of, of what all of our tools give us, what the knowledge that love is all there is really gives us is the ability to surf those waves. Do you still experience the aftermath of it, the sorrow, the rebuilding, the moving through all of the emotions that come through it. Yes. But the tools you have and knowing that love is all there is actually help carry you through that as well you don't necessarily get thrown around and rocked in the same way that you would otherwise it's it's also like if you're on a ship that's experiencing a lot of weather right you're on this boat if you go to the center and you stand directly in the center and like you took your belt and you chain yourself to the pole in the center the whole boat is going like this, but you're experiencing the least rocking. And Mm. that's the goal here. You know, the world is experiencing healing, clearing and, and fear and resistance in response to that healing and clearing. We've seen it very clearly over the last three years, especially. And the goal is for us to, Help to guide the world through that because we've been doing it ourselves, right? There's always when we're thrown into something that brings up a lot of energy that can't come with us going forward. We're in a new heart and soul based paradigm. We can't bring this old type of energy with us. And a lot of people didn't go looking for this spiritual work that they're now having to do for the way the things are looking different. They're unprepared for that, right? They don't know how to move through this uncharted territory. So So their fear is creating more fear. They're creating Mm. from fear. And we can do that too, if we're not as balanced as we want to be. So the world is feeling tumultuous because people are creating and co-creating from fear, but also because everything that, can't be in this heart-based paradigm energy. This love energy is showing itself for clearing, right? And we've done a big part of the work and now it's just subtler and subtler and subtler and subtler. So, so that's kind of what's going on. Um, it's exciting. And it's also, you know, it can just start to feel like, oh my gosh, another day of this, you know, but there's always something new to clear and to be present with. So, so that's a beautiful thing because we have really everything we need inside of us
0: and all the tools are already there. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I think for myself, it feels like things are a little bit calmer for mm-hmm. myself. And maybe I'm just, you know, I've been using the tools, I've been doing the work, you know, so uh, it, it helps. And I've been, you know, staying present, right? Pre- yeah. Staying think, present with what is. I
1: think for a lot of people, like here, it's probably feeling a little bit calmer in a lot of ways. Um, But then you kind of are feeling that. And then you look out your window and you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, the rest of the world seems to be like here. So so what's true? And the truth is that you're riding the waves of love as much as possible. And other people haven't had the tools or been exposed to the tools to do that. So that's part of why we're here at this time to kind of guide and show just by
0: being who we are. Mm. <clears throat> right. So in, in this time of great change that we're all in, for those of us who can, it is best for us to... Uh, guide people yes but be there for people showing them how how we are being calm and you know using the tools and using the resources and setting an example for them so that they can see something different yeah what i love is that the
1: angels keep saying all you need to do is live your life all you need to do is live your life in this way and you are showing everybody how to do it. It's not like you have to sit down with people and be like, okay, first breathe, then do this, then do this. It's like people just see you functioning and they want what you have. And then they might ask, hey, how do you deal with this? Like, what's going on with you? You know, and and the old days of I'm too sensitive to know what's going on in the world, like that doesn't work anymore, right? We're here now, we need to know what's going on, not so we can get caught up in it, but so that we know where to direct our energy, and that we know how to show up to support all of the people going through this, including ourselves, right? So it's really, um, really beautiful. And The interesting thing that the angels keep saying is that depleted light workers, depleted love warriors will no longer be allowed to do the work, like the big spiritual work we've been doing because... We are in this new heart and soul-based paradigm, and we need to lead by example, and our example can't be you deplete yourself, you run yourself ragged, and then you still do the work, because that's not the way things work anymore, because that doesn't indicate self-love. We need to now self-regulate, nurture ourselves from the inside out, make sure that we are fully fueled, as we've been hearing for generations, right? Yeah. Um make sure that we are fully fueled and then we can show up for the work. It's not, okay, I have 10% left. Let me show up for the work and then I'll fall on the couch for the next two weeks. It's no, okay, you have 10% left. You need to go refuel. This meditation isn't going to work.
0: This thing that you want to do isn't going to work because you are not fueled. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So so part of that is like you come first. You have to Mm -hmm. take care of yourself first in order to serve others, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You you know, people. You 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 know, sometimes think that's being selfish, but it's really not. You. I mean, I can only give from a full cup, right? Um, if my cup is full, then I can give from the overflow. Otherwise, I'm depleting myself, like you're like you were saying. Um, Yeah, it's it's almost like
1: the idea of your. Let's say you were in a big fire, right? And now someone's coming in to save you, and there's this female presenting person who weighs sixty five pounds that's coming in to save you, and then there's this other female presenting person that weighs like 200 pounds and is super muscular. Like which person are you happy to see? You know, Mm -hmm. when you're Mm -hmm. in that situation, which person is gonna be able to carry you through and get you out most likely. And that's kind of the thing is like, you don't wanna show up as a 65 pound person having to carry this big load. You want to show up as the biggest, most expansive version of yourself so that you can do the
0: work needed when you show up for somebody else.
2: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, And so, you know, we're into the end of February, almost. And it's been uh, an interesting two months already. But, you know, lots of change happening. And I think personally, a lot of personal growth for a lot of people. But at the same time, there's some fear for for people and old stuff is coming up. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they've regressed or gone backwards, right? Um, sometimes the old stuff is like just last little bit of residual stuff, last little bit to getting the awareness and acknowledgement of it. Um, but, and I think it's normal, right? So, uh, so, you know, the fear that comes up, the old patterns and, and and stories that come up, um, let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, I, I know why it's coming up, but, you know, and it has to, it has to come up in order to be released finally. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. And, you know, I see some of the, the comments in the chat that this is really relevant to because there's a couple of things happening here. The first is the energy can't move forward. You know, energy that can't move forward is coming up for clearing, right? Exactly mm-hmm. like what you just said. The second is that our ego is there. It exists to protect us, right? And the ego knows that what existed before, even if it sucked, it kept us safe. We lived through it, right? And what is in front of us We have no idea what that looks like. So what does the ego do? The ego seeks to drag us backwards because it knows we'll be safe there. No matter how bad the conditions were, we survived it. Like we're we're still alive, we're here. So, so that's one of the things that that comes up where we feel like this constantly. It's like, I feel like I'm moving forward, but then you know, something pulls me back. So just know that it's it's working with that ego to say, thank you for this. I hear you, but let's move into this uncharted territory together, right? It's that conversation, that invitation. Then the other thing that's coming up this is the big thing in the world. Like we've seen this in the past very, like the past six years, at least is it's the contraction before the expansion, right? We do this expansion and we're all good with expanding. And then all of a sudden we get to the tipping point and it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> like everything is going to be different. So there's mm-hmm. this major contraction and this happens with us personally too. Before we take that next big step, there's the there's the contraction and then we're like I don't know, uh maybe not, maybe I should do something else and then if we are brave enough to take the big step, that's the huge expansion that happens. It's a constant. It happens every time we're about to expand and explode into something new. That contraction is a natural part because it's almost like where it's like you pull back the arrow right before you let it go. And, yeah. and that's kind of what happens for us is it's, it needs that. It almost needs that energy. Um, and that's how we functioned in the past. I don't know that that will be exactly necessary in this new paradigm. So I think that might be one of the things we're leaving behind, but for right now, especially right now, it's happening for a lot of us. So it felt pertinent to share.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, And so, you know, so when, when the fear comes up, when the old stories and patterns come up, don't go into fear. Don't go into doubt. Don't go into worry. It's like, all right, let's look at this. Let's, you know, let's, let's work with this energy and let's see what's coming up. Um, Because, you know, I'm always of the, uh, gosh, I can't talk today, but for me, it's always about moving forward. It's not about going backwards. It's like, You know, we we take the lessons from the past. We take the insights and the wisdom from the past, but we use that to keep us moving forward on our journey. And it's all a big, big journey. Um, <laughs> all right, where where are we? I'm just I'm just checking my notes here. So the commitment that Spirit needs from us. What does what what commitment does Spirit need from us at this time? This is the funny thing,
1: and we've already touched on this. It's, it really is that it is necessary for us as the people who are here to be at the forefront of all of this. It is a hundred percent necessary that we commit to self-care that we commit to making sure that we are well-sourced, that we are taken care of in the midst of everything, because otherwise we are of no service to spirit, right? We are not going to be allowed to serve. And that's what's happening with a lot of people. They're like, oh, I used, you know, I want to do this. And I used to do all these things. And I just feel like I, I can't do it. You know, it's just like this, this isn't working. This meditation isn't working. My practice isn't working. Okay, here's why, you know, have you been taking care of yourself and what is it that your system is asking for that you're not giving it? So that's a good place for us to start when we do feel stuck. Um, You know, I just, I just also want to touch on what we just talked about for a minute about um, like the, the stuff that's coming up for clearing the things. Because we're in this new lighter energy, there are a lot of things that maybe we thought we cleared in the past and we did, we didn't do anything wrong. We cleared them to the greatest degree possible with the energy that we held and the energy that the world held. And now, because we are of a lighter vibration, the world is of a lighter vibration. We can actually access those things at a deeper level. So it's a deeper, more subtle level, but they may be coming up in similar ways for us to recognize what they are. So Instead of getting frustrated and getting angry when these old things come up, we need to turn that around and start celebrating that because guess what? We are able to reach it in a different way. We're able to clear it in a much deeper way than we were before. And that's in service to us, to our soul and all of our timelines, as well as to the whole population you know, yeah. of, of the universe in, in all directions of time.
0: Yeah, I agree. Totally. So no judgment. Again, like, like, like Teresa said, it's a celebration time that you can actually, you're accessing that deeper part of that story or that pattern or the belief. Oh. And then as you do that, and with awareness, when, when you have the awareness of it, sometimes you do, you, you don't even need a clearing, you just get the aha, and and the, and you get the wisdom and the insight. And then you realize more about who you truly are. And it's always about that. You know, it's it's always about, okay, this is how I reacted then. Oh, okay, got it. It makes sense now. I'm not that same person now, so I wouldn't react the same way. And it's, it's all good. But it's about you seeing who you are, who you were then with the tools and resources you have, and the tools and resources you have now, and your vibration and frequency now is different. So everything is different. So it's never, the, it's never truly the same thing. You know, it's like, it might be a different aspect of a story, but it's never the same aspect as before that you've cleared. Um, and that's really important because people sometimes get really down on themselves and judge themselves or, you know, they get frustrated, like you said, because they're like, oh my God, I've been clearing this one thing for eons. It feels like, yeah, but there's different layers, different aspects of it, different perspectives of it. And, you know, we can only clear so much at a time. There's, I'm going to be quiet now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, um, all right. So I know that there's a lot of people with their hands raised and I know there's, we're going to talk a lot of, more stuff that came through today from the angels, but, um, let's take some questions as well from people. Cause that always brings up a lot of, um, wisdom and processes as well. So let's do, do you want to do that? Do you want to take some questions? Okay. All right. So, um,
2: Linda, you want to unmute yourself? Sure. Hi. Hi, Hi, Hi. Teresa. Hi. Um, I,
3: I too have been backing off from being able to give as much as I have liked to give in the past. Um, all of a sudden I feel it's more calmer and better off and I just have a better feeling about it. But I have a daughter, actually I've got two daughters, um, but one daughter um, wants to bring in a brand new house for herself. And I want to know what the angels have to say about how I can best support her in that without interfering, because I could do that very easily.
1: (laughs) Oh, your daughter would be so happy you're asking this question. No, that's really beautiful. Um. What I feel from the angels is I almost feel like somehow you're connected energetically to the next place she's going to live. It's almost like you have the ability to feel it um, and to know like this is the space I want for her and this is what it feels like. So they're inviting you to like spend some time there, like just spend some time in that space, almost like you're already, you're going to the house first and you're like sprucing it up for them. Right. And and just really um, holding that vision and holding that intention of all that you want for her in the space of where she's living and just keep going there. And then ask also that the angels support her in finding the proper space for her so you're not attached to your vision what you're telling the universe is this is what i want for my daughter this is what she deserves right because your daughter probably doesn't see everything that she deserves and then (laughs) right exactly and we don't do that for ourselves and then the universe is Mm -hmm. taking all of that and holding it and you're like putting energy there, putting energy there. And then your daughter is saying, okay, this is what I'm looking for. This is within my budget. You know, she's doing all the footwork. And so those two things are going to meet and create this beautiful, expansive space for her. And I really feel her being very happy in the space when she does find it.
3: Oh, that'd be wonderful. And can I ask one more? Sure. I have another daughter, the other one, (laughs) and she is going into a brand new career field. Do you feel, do the angels have any um, um, support that they can give me to helping her best with this at all? She's very capable.
1: Yeah, no, it. So I'm not, I don't, I won't read her cause she didn't give me permission, but what I can see for you is just kind of being there, asking her how her day went, supporting her if she's going through, you know how, when you go into something new, there are those days where you're like, this is amazing. And then there's those days where you're like, I don't know if I can do it. Just really letting her know that you're there as a support as almost like a pillar that she can rely on to share whatever it is that she wants to share and be excited for her, you know, and just hold the energy of excitement and knowing how capable she is and remind her of that too, because she might need reminding. Okay,
0: thank you. Thank you, awesome. Thank you, Linda. Thank
3: you, Alara, as always.
0: (laughs) All right, Layla, you want to unmute yourself? Hi, ladies. Hi.
4: This is so apropos um, i'm I've recently made a change with my relationship with my father, who has been very
2: um, demanding, commanding, um,
4: totally unaware of himself and um invasive. and I've been setting more boundaries. Now I have a lot of um, understanding of trauma and polyvagal theory. I don't know if you know what that is, but um one of the things they say is that uh, what he does is cry cry for help and attach and they say in that that if you withdraw, they actually escalate and I really withdrawn and he's escalated. And at the same time, if I, be my compassionate self with him, he will suck me dry. And like, it's never ending. So I'm asking the angels, like, how do I meet this in a new way? You know, where I'm not overgiving (laughs) and taking care of myself, but also on the other hand when I do that it actually escalates the situation and creates even more
2: difficulty.
1: So the angels are showing me first that you're taking very good care of yourself and and that's the first thing. You're really nurturing yourself through this whole process. So they want to celebrate you for that because you know a lot of times um when there's another person kind of affecting us this way, that's the first thing we stop doing. So, so it's really a cause to celebrate. Um, and then what they're showing me is sometimes as human beings, we need to withdraw for a period of time to give that other person the space to kind of throw their tantrum, so to speak. And, and again, I'm not trying to be uncompassionate around trauma and stuff like that, right? Because that's a very real, very difficult thing. And at the same time, you being there can't prevent him from getting the tools to deal with his own trauma, right? Because right. in that way, you're kind of almost taking on his karmic load for this lifetime by not helping him work through his own stuff. So so if he has this time to like go in in his cycle of crazy or whatever, you know, if he's spinning out a little bit, yeah, and then- He has the opportunity to get the tools that he needs to survive. And you have the opportunity to kind of step back and say, okay, let me take a breather. This is what I can do. It helps you to kind of readjust your boundaries when you go back right? You need to withdraw completely sometimes so that you can have a fresh perspective when you go back and then that person is more willing to comply with your boundaries. And I also find this works a lot of times more with parents than anything else. I I feel like so many of us have had to take time away from our parents and then come back and, and kind of come back in a new way and and say, Hey, okay, this is how we interact now. And can you meet me here? And these are some resources if you can't, or if you need this kind of support that I can't give you because I'm your child, here are some resources for that. Does this make sense at all?
4: Yeah. And I'll, I I've thought of all of it. And I actually did some energetic work with him to see if he would even be open to doing that and he's like I can't
2: mm-hmm.
4: you know so he's at this point not going to and so I was just yeah it I could just let him escalate and escalate and escalate and then he maybe he'll see how out of control he is you know because maybe he needs to see how yeah
1: so maybe maybe not a- maybe I the idea is that you need need to be able to come back with your boundaries firmly intact and and what is acceptable to you and what is not so so if you can do that now without taking more space then then great but it's it's okay. almost about the angels are saying this is your time to practice loving boundaries for you and with you and for and with him and the okay. beautiful thing about boundaries is once you set them they're not like brick walls, they're malleable, they're flexible, they can be moved as they need to. So maybe for now, this boundary is very hard, you know, and then maybe as things start to change and we find a new way to relate to each other, it gets a little bit more malleable. But I do see archangel ariel very much with you and i see archangel michael with him and it's almost like archangel michael is protecting him from himself and i see that you've called on the angels to be involved in this a lot so just know you know keep handing him over to archangel michael and i i i literally see when he goes into you know when he escalates i see archangel michael like holding his arms and just calming him down and, and so just keep doing that while you're creating whatever kind of space you need to take your breath and be able to come back as the best version of yourself, inviting yeah. the best of him out. Does that make sense?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Especially it's about how I return, how I am when I return. Yes. And that's what determines when I return.
0: Yes. Okay.
4: Thank you. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful.
0: You're work. Awesome. Thank you, Layla. And yes, I love Kichity too. And especially (laughs) the way my mom makes it. So (laughs) yeah, definitely. Um, All right. So there's a question from Abby. I'm not sure if it's too general or not, but Abby's asking, I would love some insight into my path, which is a little general and what block is showing up as health issues in my life. So I know she has health issues. So maybe it's the question around that as well. Okay.
1: Um, this is a really beautiful question because for a lot of us, the health issues that are ongoing, it's, it's like, we're being given a chance to go deeper with them now. You know, it's even, there are things coming up for a lot of us that we thought we had healed. And it's like, why is this showing up again? Oh, okay. And a lot of what's happening is, is we're being invited to be more in the driver's seat of taking care of ourselves. You know, we're being invited constantly to, to know that everything we need for healing is inside of us. And then when we go there and we tap into that, we will be led. If we need something or someone outside of us, we'll be led there. We'll be led to the right person um, or the right situation. And so it feels like for you, let me just tune into your, it feels like for you, the part of the blocks, you know it's not necessarily blocks that I see. what I do see is that your health issues are taking so much of your time and energy. Like it's almost like being dealing with the things you're dealing with. There's a lot of energy going there. So a lot of times even if I have a pain in my pinky finger, that pain, it's drawing energy. It's drawing a lot of energy for me and I'm gonna feel more tired and more drained. So so it's almost like restore yourself. And then I see, I literally see Archangel Gabriel laying. It's like the yellow brick road. I love when they show me this, like laying pavers, laying bricks in front of you. So your path is being laid before you. Um, I, I see that there's nothing missing. There's nothing necessarily blocking other than that you don't have the amount of energy that you need right now to go forward. So let us know if that makes sense. And this isn't again due to anything that you're doing or not doing. It's just your body needs that energy to heal itself right now. Um, the other thing I feel just called to say for any of us who are healing is that nature gives us so much of what we need in any given season to heal ourselves. So, so no matter what the issue is that you're dealing with, you know, body, mind, and spirit, look to what's growing in your area at any given time and eat more of that that will help you to kind of nurture your body in the way that's right for the environment and so you're creating that energy and then you'll have more available as you deal with other pieces and parts of your healing journey i hope that helps
0: thank you let us know abby in the in the chat um and angela is asking it's a great question too if there are some things or people we need to let go of but find it hard to do so are we meant to hold on especially if they are holding us back
1: yeah this is this is an interesting question because there's like a lot of different things in here um so here's the thing about letting go of people sometimes where we sit in judgment you know and it's like Oh, you're holding me back. Cause you don't, you know, like a lot of times this happens in a, in a romantic relationship, you're holding me back because you don't want to do spiritual work. And I do, I'm just using this as an example. Right. And, and you're holding. And so guess what? The only person that's holding you back in that situation is you because you won't move on because for whatever reason you're blaming this other person and, and you're using it as a crutch not to move forward in your spiritual work, right? So it's an exploration of what's really going on here. You know, a lot of times if, if someone's of a different vibration than us, if someone has different ideas, if someone has a different practice than us, we don't need to let them go. Um, what we do need to do is come to an understanding, you know, and come to a place of of being okay with each other, and being able to hear each other, being able to honor each other for where we are in any given moment, and compromise. Other times, like we were talking about before, when, when there's unacceptable behavior going on, or there's so many years of you giving in a relationship and not receiving anything back, then maybe it's time to let that relationship go. Um, in which case, it's okay. You can do that with love, you know, or you can just let it fizzle out. It's it's really up to you how to do that. But what I do not recommend is just getting rid of a relationship like detaching with an axe like i just i'm i'm ghosting you that's never good for anybody unless it's a situation where there is danger you know so i would recommend karmically just you know closing the relationship maybe even if it's somebody who you know to to have ideals like you maybe even having a ceremony to close it or to just have a conversation or just say i'm no longer interested in interacting with you um so so that kind of is what I wanted to say around those things. But then there also feels like an element of fear for a lot of us around letting people go. As we grow and evolve, some people are not going to come with us. You know, Alara and I were talking about this before. People are not going to come with us and it's okay to let them go. And it's okay to celebrate that your path with them has ended because guess what? There are new people that are going to resonate with who you are now and what, and the vibration you're holding and how you want to be interacted with and the respect that you deserve, and they're coming in, right? But sometimes we need to let go of energies that are misaligned so that the energetic frequency we're holding is right for the energies that are more aligned to come in. So that sometimes involves us just taking a leap of faith and, and letting go of relationships and knowing beyond the shadow of a
0: doubt that there are new ones coming in. Angela, let us know how that resonates with you. Um, all right, Tanya, you want to unmute
2: yourself? Hello, Alara. Hello,
5: Teresa. Hi. Hi. You hear me. (laughs) Thank you for your, uh, kind of enlightenment because yeah, you're right. A lot of, I don't want to say bad words, sugar, honey, ice tea is coming, has been coming like, um, in my life recently, you know, like I, I felt a lot of love in, in my heart. And recently it is like sadness and frustration. And I kind of when I talk to myself, I say, don't sleep back into 3D, you know, just keep going, everything will pass. But sometimes I feel like I put on hold. And part of my frustration is that I want to move the house not the house. I want to move house and uh, I don't have new place to move. And I kind of feel like I put my life on hold because I think that this is a priority for me now. And uh, so my question is, is it I block something or is it the not right time for me to move and I just have to kind of let it go and uh, go with the flow?
1: Hmm. Beautiful question. Uh, One of the first things that comes up as you're sharing is the feelings that you're not necessarily wanting to feel, but they're there. The sadness, the frustration. You know, sometimes if we can sit with those as if we were sitting across the table from them and not kind of force ourselves to kind of leave them behind, but to say, okay, sadness, I see you, you're here. What are you here to show me? Okay, frustration, you're here. What are you here to show me? What's the memo? Because once they deliver the message to you, they can go away. They've lived their purpose. They can go away, right? So so it's really about being able to be with those feelings and to know that they will end. It's not like if you go to them, they're going, to, you're gonna get stuck there. It's that you'll be less likely to get stuck if you sit with them. The other thing that I see for you is, um, so if you're feeling like I want to move my house, There's nothing, there's no place for me to move to. Like, what can I do? Maybe start playing with that. Okay, well, this is not where I want to be. How do I want to feel in my home? And then start playing with that. Like, how do I want to feel? And what does it look like? And what does it feel like? And, you know, and maybe you start like collecting pictures or drawing pictures or writing words. And this becomes like, maybe you make a board, like a vision board, or you, you put them on your phone or you write them down somewhere. And this is something you look at every day and you let yourself go to that new space every day. So even though you're in the space you're in, you're creating the new space energetically. Does this make sense? Yes, it does. It does. But because-
5: the the reason I kind of, I, I know that I can imagine and stuff, but I imagine, you know, because I want my house to be not far away from my son's school, but I'm, when I'm, I don't know, my my higher self is telling me, you know, maybe other places will be more beneficial for both of you, you know, so I <laughs> sometimes I don't know what to imagine and how to feel. I know it's better to, to imagine how I feel about my new place it. instead Stay of there. where it, it's going to be. I understand what you mean but I feel like sometimes maybe I'm blocking myself because I want my house to be like in this area you know so I don't I'm afraid to move further or it is like I think that it will be harder for us to kind of having to travel longer and all that stuff
1: yeah so stay with the feelings of how and you want it to be convenient you you know Mm -hmm. like the What's the feeling of that? What's the feeling Mm -hmm. that you want? Convenience, you know, like whatever it is, give those feelings a name. That's the first thing. You can even take a map and draw on a map. This is this is where I want it to be in this area. Get as specific as possible. Because guess what? When you're creating energetically, you're actually creating. So okay. it's just a matter of the physical experience catching up to that. And maybe the person whose house it is isn't ready to move yet. You know, so it's just about you connecting to everything you want. And you don't have to know the specifics, leave the specifics to universe, to the angels, to your higher self, right? Get clear on how you want to feel, how you want your family to feel in the space, you know, see yourself enjoy what, whatever would bring that to you. And then leave the specifics to your divine team, the universe, the angels, all, all of it, because the feeling is the most important. It's when we get, we go to our head then and we're like, well, what does this actually look like? You know, is the house blue or is it gray? Or, you know, where is it? What block?" So just um, just stay with the feelings for now and, and know that you are creating and be willing to sit with your feelings and let your angels hold you when you do that. They won't leave you alone. Okay? Thank
5: you so much. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you a That's very helpful. Thank you.
0: Good. And and maybe the house is in just in the next neighborhood over. So it's not that far, but it's just not exactly where you're looking. Right. So um, again, you know, for your highest good, what's for your highest good. Right. So just focus yeah. on, on this or something better, this or something better, something like, better all yeah. the time. <laughs> thank you. Okay, <laughs> good. Thank you. Um. All right. Where was I? Uh, Uh, There was a question, we're going to go to Kathy first. Kathy, you had a question? You want to unmute yourself? Yes, thank
6: you. Thank you very much. Um, Yes, I do have a question. I'm um, really resonating with um, what you spoke about about the clearing because I've been experiencing that a lot um, with my partner. It's very intense and I feel very stormy inside and it's a lot of emotion. And I feel a lot of fear. Um, This relationship is super pure and I haven't experienced this before, but I have this fear that I'm maybe sabotaging or pushing him away because he's getting super close. And so I would just like some perspective, maybe some help what the angels say. I mean, I'm just honoring myself by just being filter free and whatever's coming up, I'm allowing it to come up and then addressing it. But in the moment, it's super uncomfortable and it feels I feel full of tension right now. And that's not me. I'm typically very centered, very calm. So yeah, I guess my question is, am I sabotaging this relationship?
0: Thank you.
1: This is a really beautiful question. I <laughs> love this question because as I'm, as I'm looking at you and as I see the angels around you and the relationship, there's a couple of things coming up. It feels like There's been a lot in past relationships that you wanted to say, or you wanted to say was not okay, or that you didn't like, or, but you tolerated it to stay in the relationship or to keep the peace or whatever the situation was, right? You were a different person than it, it really doesn't matter what the situation was, but it feels like now as your heart is expanding, as your high heart is expanding in this whole new way, all of that stuff is like oh no, we don't fit here anymore. So we're, we're going to go like, but it's coming up for clearing. Right. And it feels like sometimes it may be like, maybe your partner is loving you extra that day. And it makes you mad, you know, why? Because there's all of these times in the past that you've stuffed down where you didn't have that. And now they're coming up, they're freed because now you have what you need. So, so it's like, they're clearing from your system is what I'm feeling now. Do you chant or vocalize at all?
6: Some, not that much, but sometimes, sometimes Okay. I typically meditated. That's my medication is my meditation. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: At this point, I'm feeling that a vocalization of some sort would be really helpful because it would give that energy a, a way to leave. Um, a way to go. Even to the point of, I don't know if any of you here have tried primal screaming, but it's amazing. You you just go out into the woods and just scream. And um, so, so anything like that, whether it be primal screaming, chanting, singing, but maybe you leave The space where he is, you do this on your own. Like this is medicine for you. You go take a walk and you chant while you walk, or you sing while you walk, or you hum with the intention of let's break up some of this energy and set you free. I appreciate you. I don't need you anymore. We've got this. And you know, if there's anything I need to carry forward or to discuss with my now partner, let me know. Is any of this resonating for you?
6: It is resonating. Yeah. Yeah, It just—it seems like in the moment, I don't know how to deal in the moment yeah. it's like and sometimes i'm gonna take I a walk badly, I badly sometimes yeah and i try to take a walk and yeah he tries to soothe me and i say just i need my space so yeah. it's a weird dynamic it's like
1: i'm gonna take a chant walk you know and like while you're walking vocalize talk even you know even if you want to walk with your angel and talk to your angel like whatever it is, let it come out. Like I don't understand why I'm so frustrated or why I'm so angry or you know, why being loved to this depth is is doing this to me because, and it just is, it really is all the times before that you wanted it and couldn't have it. Like all of those scars are breaking up, all that scar tissue is breaking up. Does that make sense?
6: Yes, it does. It yeah, does. Let's let
1: it go. You deserve to be loved this way.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Well, good luck with that, Kathy. Whew. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Um, so there's a question from Ankita, and it's it's 1:30 a.m. She's in India, so I wanted to just take her question um, before she goes to bed. <laughs> Let me find it. Hold on. Uh, she something about ascension. I'm trying to see if I can find it. Oh yeah. Uh, is there anything that she can do on her ascension path currently and where does she stand? I know it's a bit vague, but maybe you can pick up something. I love that. I, you know what? I
1: love that we're just in a community where these questions are being asked because you go out into like the world. No one's asking this. Um. Okay. So what I am seeing for you, beautiful soul, is, you know, you I see you're very strong. Like you're very well fortified within. Um, It feels, there's a couple of things. I feel like allowing yourself to kind of relax into this experience of being human would be really helpful just to sort of allow yourself to kind of, it's, it's almost like I'm doing my path. I'm doing my path. You know, if you could be like, I'm doing my path and it's kind of fun. You know, like that. That kind of thing just softening into it. We're doing very serious spiritual work. Very deep spiritual work. You're you're doing the work. And Joy is a big part of that work. It's a, a big part of being effective spiritually. So it feels like allowing yourself to ground to the beautiful earth beneath you, let the earth support you as you let the heavens support you, is an important part of your specific path right now, like where you're standing on it. Because I feel like you're doing a lot of work here, right? And so there's a lot of energy here. And you can be of much more service if you ground it down to the earth so that things can start moving ahead of you so that that like things can start manifesting so that feels really important so let us know if that resonates for you but i just see i just see you maybe even going outside each day and you know doing just putting your bare feet on the earth or picturing roots growing like whatever it is that feels right to you
0: it feels important yeah absolutely she says yes resonates indeed and so what you just said, Teresa, is so important. People do not un- get the importance of it, the grounding part. We do so much work up here, but if we don't bring it down and, and embody it and bring it into this plane, it's not gonna make any difference to hum- to humanity, to the planet, to the collective, no difference. Okay, maybe, maybe okay, wait, let me change, I'm not no difference, it's not gonna make as much difference <laughs> as it could well, you're going to find yourself frustrated because things aren't
1: moving. Things aren't going, you know? And then it's also like, okay, sometimes we do this. This is really fun too. We're like, okay, did all this work? I now have to ground it, right? And we're so serious about, I'm going to ground, right? (laughs) What happens? Like we're all closed off here, you know? If we can ground it and just be relaxed and be, open to being in the flow that's when the miracles can happen that's when the synchronicities happen and it just feels like an invitation to be more in that you know and um you know india is a beautiful land to ground to in order to create that because it embraces all of the aspects of divine mother it embraces all of the faces of love right that's
0: part of the culture so really feels very beautiful yeah Wonderful. She said it's superb. Resonates totally. We'll do more grounding. Yeah. And the and the grounding for everybody, like like Teresa said, it's not that complicated. You you know, have the intention, step outside. I mean, I ground every day by going outside looking at the sun because I just love the sun, or just by, you know, in our in our yard where we, you know, where we have our, our yard, just going outside for a few minutes every day, recognizing nature and the importance of nature and just you know, all of that. It's it's not more complicated than that. Right? And Hug being present. Yeah. Hug a tree, or touch a tree, look at a tree. That will, <laughs> sometimes that's enough. So it's not it's not complicated. Um, all right. Sorry, Sarah, go ahead. One question, Sarah. One question. Because <laughs> I know she wrote a few in the chat, but I'm oh. ask for one question. Well, yeah. I was going to ask why I
7: never have a deep love, but I really prefer to ask, I, I will give it over to my daughter. Okay. Um, just wondering if she's got some block or something her she's gained so much weight and she tries to lose it and she's got a relationship block of some kind going on she really wants to have a family so I have her permission to get healing for her
1: okay so I don't feel um confident like or comfortable doing a reading for her when she's not here um but what I can I can tune into the angels to see. Okay. Has, there's two things that I see for your beautiful daughter. I see Archangel Ariel with her, um, asking Archangel Ariel to come and do clearings with her every night when she sleeps. Okay. Um, That feels really important. Has, has she, she's got a medical team, I'm assuming.
7: Um, Well, really it's just a massive weight gain and and she's, her job doesn't, she doesn't get aloft till 11 PM. So I figure it's just the hormones doing a number on her, but.
1: Okay. Has not. she been checked for PCOS?
7: What is that?
1: Polycystic ovarian syndrome. So.
7: I don't know. That may I,
1: be the symptoms that you're talking about may be in line. I'm not saying she has it, but it would be good to be checked for it. Um, okay. If she's not sure.
7: She has been Her her microbiome and you know that that ingredient that builds lean tissue she doesn't have
1: it. Okay. Okay. So I see Archangel Ariel calling on her to help clear her system. Um, every evening. And I also see if she hasn't had a womb clearing, that might be a nice thing too, like a womb blessing slash clearing. Um, You know, you can go online and and Google, there's a whole network of of people who do it and there'll be one in her area. So if she is open to that, it's a very direct, beautiful, hands-on celebration experience. Um, And it feels like that might be a nice thing for her as well. So those are the things coming forward is Archangel Ariel with her, letting her clear her every night as she goes to bed of stress, of all the things, the womb clearing potentially. And then on the human side, um, it feels like if she has not been checked for PCOS, that might just be something that she wants to ask her medical team about.
7: Okay. And this is not a question, but may I ask if you're going to do a healing for us that you do one that will liberate us to have the deep love that we want, whether we're in that kind of rate in a relationship now or not.
1: Ooh, you got a request. Okay. So we got a request for a deep love healing. So hang on.
2: Okay. Archangel Ariel is like,
1: I am in Um, Alara. Are you okay with this? Yep. Okay. I am. You know, (laughs) Ariel, how she shows up. Okay. Beautiful. So just gently close your eyes and and become present with
2: yourself. Breathe into your body
1: and invite any places where energy is stuck or that there is tension or stress or fear just to make themselves known to you. No judgment, no forcing, no criticism, just to see what your
2: body has to say. And
1: then just with your breath, as you breathe in, allow it to caress these places in your body.
2: And with your exhalation, just allow release, no forcing. Just allow anything that wants to release to go. Inhaling, circling in love, and exhaling. Just do this a few times, allowing the tension to know that it's loved. you're grateful for the work that it's done and that you've got this. It's okay for it to let go. Thank you for the protection and the work you're doing.
1: next breath, bring the inhalation all the way down your back, letting the breath caress all of the muscles in your back as you do so.
2: And with the exhalation, releasing any tension from your back that's ready to go. A couple of times, let the breath run up and down the back.
1: As archangel Ariel the lioness of God fills your space with her loving fierce presence.
2: Ah, <sighs> she commands forth any energy that is ready to release from your body. To move with your breath and gently. through your aura. Archangel Ariel
1: now, invites your guardian angels to come in and collect these energies as they make themselves known on the outer edge of your aura, just
2: gently floating to the surface like bubbles in champagne. So Archangel Mikhail overlights this process with his protection. And he sends love energy into your heart center, creating the support and the protection and the strength in your heart center that is required to love fearlessly and unconditionally. And
1: this energy from your heart spills over into the places where energy has been released from your system. Body,
2: mind, and spirit. And fills your system with love. When we fill with love first, we have more for everyone else. And Archangel Mikhail invites you going forward to allow him to connect with you heart to heart and fill your heart with love. Even before you attempt to help anyone else or to love them unconditionally, he can help fortify you. And now Archangel
1: Ariel beautifully takes her fingers and her wings and combs through your aura, collecting any of the last bits. And she and your guardian angels release them for transmutation to the highest light, or if they can't be sent there, to go back to where they came from, the original source, never
2: to return to you. Angel Mikhail surrounds you in a bubble of light protection and invites you to each day ask him for help surrounding yourself in a bubble of light. Take
1: a deep breath into your cleansed clear aura With so many less blockages to your heart center, being open, your fearless compassion. And exhale, releasing and feeling the joy that comes with being clearer. And with your next inhalation, gently open your eyes if they're still closed, allowing yourself to come fully back to the space, knowing your angels are with you and on your side now and forever. I didn't realize aura combing could feel so good
0: that was so powerful oh my goodness Uh, i really uh, felt so much happening during that whole process oh my heart chakra was like when archangel michael came in at one point i really felt felt his presence um yeah and i was yawning through the whole thing of course oh my goodness so that was great thank you thank you for asking for it wonderful so how was it for all of you how was that it was a short process but it was a powerful process how how does your heart feel now how does your aura energy field feel now how do you feel now <laughs> so answer, thank you very much that was so well <laughs> so it was good so- i was crying When
1: you do this on your own, you can extend the process for the amount of time you have. Like you can even listen to this and pause the recording and let yourself stay there. So um, yeah, that just feels important for you to know. Like you can stay as long as you want to. You can remember it and do it on your own.
0: Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Linda said that was so amazing. Me too. A lot when Archangel Ariel um, combing my aura feels cleaner. Good. Kathy, that was beautiful. I had a huge coughing and sneezing fit. More clearing. I feel so clear now. Thank you. Good. Linda says so calm, centered. Angela, thank you. It was powerful. Yeah, right? So, please so I don't know if you all could again.
1: hear. My husband's working in his office on the other side of the house and he had a sneezing fit also. <laughs> and we were going through this. <laughs>
2: no, we
0: did not. I didn't, I didn't hear anything. So yeah, so he was also clearing, right? Exactly. Poor guy has no idea what's going on sometimes. He's just getting cleared all day. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely um all right so we have we uh sarah, sarah says i feel held in the hand of the divine oh that's so beautiful yeah. yeah beautiful i love that so we didn't get a chance to talk about the uh packages package teresa so let's just take a few minutes and talk about that i'm going to share my screen so give me one second hmm.
2: show screen
0: this one yes okay All right. So this is the writing, the waves of love package includes diving into love meditation package, working with the angel, the three-part live workshop series and admission to the next angel transformation, hour live call. Uh, There are two and three-part payment plans available and the package is for $97. And of course, use the um, discount code from the gift from me as well. All right, Teresa, go ahead.
1: Okay. Beautiful. So, so the meditation package is specifically designed to support what we're going through at this moment in time. So they'll help you to align with love and release all of the things that are currently preventing you from doing so. And by love, we also mean like compassionate love. So you can use them as often as you feel called. They're generally not super long. You know, they're like about a half an hour so that um, you'll actually use them. The angels like to give things in, in bite size installments. So the first meditation is in the power of love. The second is Archangel Daniel healing through forgiveness to love. This is a really beautiful one. It's one of my favorites. And then the third one is releasing fear with Archangel Ariel. And this is like a brand new one that um, just got channeled. So it's really amazing. And it's right. It's like exactly right for the energy of the time where we are. So Those are the three meditations. And um, the second is working with the angels. Working with the angels is a three-part live course that we'll be doing in March. And I am so excited because we've been talking about self-mastery for so long, and it's really time for us to embrace working with our angels and to embrace getting our own messages and being able to receive First of all, and interpret them on our own so that you don't necessarily need someone like me to do it for you. But then you can choose to have like a reading or something with somebody. And it'll go so much deeper because you'll already have your information. So that's really beautiful. So if you've ever wondered how you can tune into your angels, or if there's a special way to ask for help, or how to be sure that the guidance you're receiving is actual guidance and is not coming from you, um, or you just want to deepen the relationship with the angels that you already have, this is the perfect, perfect course. And I'm so excited about it. the first session will be specifically working with the angels for protection. The second will be for healing and the third will be for guidance and there'll be channeled messages and there will also be um, time for Q and A during each of the course the course okay. time. So I'm really excited about that. And then the third is Angel Transformation Hour. And at Angel Transformation Hour, the angels always channel messages of strength and hope that are relevant to where we are in the world at this time, what's going on with us, as well as the world and the universe. And then they answer your Questions personally, and since I'm not doing one-on-one readings currently, this is the way to get a reading with your angels. Um, you know, and it's a really beautiful community experience where we support each other, and the angels go deep in answering your questions and and really supporting you in what you want to create in your life and how they can be there with you in doing that.
0: Awesome. So that is the package. There's lots of benefits. The package is for. All of you who wants to who want to open and, and lead the way with love, uh, you can read about that there as well. I love it.
1: <laughs> Whenever you ask that question, who is this package for? I always just want to write, if you're here, it's for you. Because <laughs> basically <laughs> right. you've done the work to get to this point and this package is for you.
0: Absolutely. Um, I just find it funny when I ask that question. It's like, what are people going to say? And then of course, if you are Inner Circle member, free or VIP, please do use your discount code. Um, and there's a, I like guess I said, there's a payment plan available and use your discount code. The HTHN10 discount code will not be available after this month. So please ah. do join the free <laughs> inner circle, the, the, the free inner circle. You get the 10%. So I don't know, just, you know, join. Um, so that is a package. You will, um, if somebody needs a link right now, I can give it to you right now. Otherwise it's all in the emails. You, you already got it in the email earlier. and. Um, stuff like that but I will just share I'll just pop the link into the chat as well for people that would like to have it let me see see here we go
1: I'm really super excited about the working with the angels course because it's like the answer to what everyone's been asking me for so many years like how can I work more deeply with my angels and like this is it this is this is how Yeah. I don't think you've
0: ever offered that before.
1: No, no, No. it's brand new. It's brand new course. And they've been walking me through the curriculum and, and what to cover and what to share. So it's, it's really exciting.
0: Awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So we have just a few minutes left. Um, how can I tell if I'm in the inner circle? I thought I signed up, but not sure. (laughs) I will check, but you're not in the VIP. I know that. Um, but you might be in the in the free i will check for you not to worry um so there were a few more questions in the chat that i wanted to just see if there's any that we can take really quickly before we go let me just see what they what some of them were hold on one second i do try and get to everybody if i can but you know sometimes we cannot cuz just you know it just happened gloria was uh, asking a question i think gloria is gone oh uh, here we go Uh, Beverly, oh, Beverly, this is a great question. How do we get past the feelings of unworthiness and sadness that inevitably lead to reoccurring self-sabotage?
1: Yeah, this is a a hard one for a lot of us because uh, for a lot of us, it's like lifetimes and like really deep trauma and stuff. But one of the best ways is to ask the angels to start to hold us in the vibration of love to it to just invite them in to let them love us and they're going to challenge us right they're going to challenge us because they're going to give us as much love as we can handle and then they're going to go further and then it's going to be like whoa you know too much so so basically they will help us to kind of develop our muscles around accepting love and the more love we can accept from them it starts to change our vibration so that then we show up differently we show up um, believing we are worthy of love because they've sort of taught us how to accept it, how to receive it. And, and they're constantly giving it to us. So we know that we're worthy, right? We're worthy just because we exist. And it's, it's as we embrace more love, the love starts to take over and push those old things out, right? Those old paradigm mentalities, it it starts to push them out. Then what we do after that is then we find a beautiful, loving community that is capable because we're radiating differently because we're vibing differently. We find a different community that is more capable of holding us in the feeling of unconditional love as we are capable more capable of holding others in the field of love. And so, you know, we've got all this high vibe stuff going on with our angels. And then we start to bring in more high vibe stuff into our 3D experience, 3 and 4D. And then we just keep moving from there. We just keep going and bringing in more and more love. And so that's sort of, it's like angel boot camp, And that's really how it happened for me and how I see it happen for a lot of clients is the angels will train us out of those old ways of of thinking and feeling. Let us know if that makes sense.
0: Awesome. I love that. Thank you. And, you know, I love what, what you just said that we are worthy because we exist. That's something I say all the time too. It's like, we are worthy because we exist, period. Hands down. We don't have to do anything, be anything, nothing. We are worthy. Right. So we ha- <clears throat> we have to start telling ourselves that over and over again because we are fed by the industry by the mass media everybody that were are not worthy but that is the biggest lie or one of the biggest lies that there is
1: um, so it's like regardless of the circumstances under which you were created in this lifetime right there were so many conditions that had to be met for mm-hmm. you to survive and exist right? That had your, your mother had to be ovulating, like, you know, and then the, the sperm had to be the right one and it had to be the right timing. And it, it was so many conditions that the universe had to line up just for you to get here. Do you think if you weren't really of love, they would have spent all that time making sure the conditions lined up so that you, this perfect being could be here at this time. No, right. That, that was you, came from love you came from great care the universe took care to make sure that you got here and will continue to do that if you allow
0: yeah beautiful I love that all right um so any any last words of wisdom for us I know we just did we just did the piece but just think that was it I know right (laughs) I know right it's like yes that was that that was it Yeah, you know, and it's
1: just, it's just really letting yourself be supported. I mean, I think that's where we are now. Um, You know, the world around us provides us with so much of what we need to be balanced at any given time. So when you're feeling ungrounded, when you're feeling uncared for, when you don't know where to turn, look at the world around you and see what's there and start there and then move outward from that place.
0: Beautiful. I love it. Oh, this was such a wonderful call. And again, Sarah, thank you so much for asking for the healing process. This was so wonderful. So powerful. I just absolutely loved it. And everybody, all of your wonderful questions, you know, brought up so much wonderful wisdom and information from Teresa and the angel. So thank you for all of that. And of course, Teresa, we always have so much fun. I love what you're sharing, what you're creating in the world and all the wisdom that you're bringing in. And, you know, as you're channeling, the information and wisdom and the processes from the angels, it really shows how you are like, truly tuned in to them, you know, you have a direct line (laughs) to the angels. So it's so powerful. And I'm just so um, I'm so grateful for you. You know, and, you. you know, and one of the things is like Teresa always messages me and always asks me, how am I doing? What am I doing? What's going on? Like, she's always messaging me. And I just love that. So thank you for your support. Hours. thank you
1: it's always so good to to know like what everyone's up to I'm I'm just I love supporting the work and and the people who are doing it and just our community because you know we're doing important things and we're showing up in in big ways so yeah. so blessed thank you all
0: Thank you, everybody. And keep showing up, like Teresa said, keep opening up your heart to love more, radiate that love out. We're all doing the work, right? We're all doing it in some way. So keep doing it and keep loving yourself. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy, right? So thank you so much, everyone. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, love. You explained to me why I'm moving communities. Awesome, Sarah. Good job. Yay. Good. All right, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye.